Welcome to another uh, installment of the Three Wine Guys. A new and installment. New installment. Mm-hmm. Scott here with Steve-O. and I'm Terry. Hello, everybody. And Steve-O. We're drinking the wine, but tonight this is the first pod Q and A cast. This is listener viewer mail. So, by the way, the reason why before you just go ahead and shut off, the reason why you might want to listen to this is that these are questions that we we get all the time, um, and it, these are common questions and these are questions that you know what you might sometimes if you're a newbie or if you're even somebody who knows a little bit about wine guess what i'm sorry you don't know everything about wine so it's good to ask and guess what they were here for and here's also something as well um we might not know every single answer but given what we do you know for me i mean i do this for a living and scott and terry we have access to people who know the exact answers right. so and guess it, what ask and as the saying goes no, ask, yes. no question is a bad question unless you're bob who i work with and he asks what type of dresses we wear when we do this <laughs> he's a jag up so yeah. anyhow yeah. Yeah. having said that if you have any questions um, all kidding aside, uh, info at threewineguys.com. You can go to our website, threewineguys.com, and uh, you can go to the question page or anything like that, or just type it in there, and we'll we'll get back to you before it gets on to the next podcast. But uh, we do, uh, do enjoy the question. The first question is, when should I be decanting, and when, what is the best way to, to do it? And also, what type of decanter should you use to decant the wine in? I think that's a great question. Of course it is. There, You could spend a ton of money on decanters, or you could spend a little bit of money on decanters. Here is my rule of thumb. If you're spending under $15 on wine, you don't need a decanter. What I'm saying is, is that if you're spending under $15 on wine all the time, don't be worried about a decanter. If you're spending, once you cross that $15 threshold, you're you're getting you're gaining away from the good wines mm-hmm. into the very good and into actually, as far as I'm concerned, possibly the, the excellent wines. And at that point, if you're spending over $15 on wine on a regular basis, you better have a decanter. You True. Guys, you, I mean, I mean now, so listen, rule I'm of thumb, that, say it's a younger wine, you would want to decant it longer. Well. All right, so now we're talking about something else completely. First of all, I'm, I'm talking about cost of wine, and and to me, so people think, well, do I have to spend fifty dollars to get a, an excellent bottle of wine? If you've been listening to us, the answer is, of course not. But um, the fact is, is that it's, for certain wines, certain price points do have a connotation with quality. Mm-hmm. If other under ten dollars a bottle, under ten dollars, you don't need to decant wine. But for me, I decant every single red bottle that I buy. Whatever I buy, I decant. Yeah. Now, for example, though, I buy, um, I purchased that Simiki from you, the Trump's yeah. Simiki. Uh, go look at our, our blog notes on this. It's 17 uh, bucks. It's $17. Decanted. I decanted it. it. You know why? It made a huge difference. I left, I left half a bottle because I wasn't sure if we were going to drink it. My wife mm-hmm. were going to drink the whole bottle, so I'm like, I'm going to at least decant half of it. Right. This is the first time I, we, that we tried it, uh, so I was like, I get to can half it because I'm not sure if I want to finish it. 
we drank half of it from the decanter, and then I went back to the bottle after we finished everything from the decanter, realizing I for- forgot about what I had left, poured it into the glass, realized that should have been decanted because so, it made a huge difference. So as a rule of thumb, then it's safe to say a decanter makes the wine approachable quicker? Absolutely. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it allows the wine to breathe more? Now, I'm going to kind of supersede something by saying this, but if somebody's a wine connoisseur or they're a wine expert, um, they're most likely not listening to, mm-hmm. to us because what, you know, they got other things to do. Because we're I, a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> and we get it all wrong. Because we're not proper in our English. Right. No, but um, look, there's a, this whole thing. The whole reason why people originally decant is comes down to drinking oh. extremely old wines. And you mm-hmm. decant because as wines age, sediment forms you know, you from the natural flesh. Yeah, exactly. So they, they decant not to help wine improve for the flavors, but to actually clear out the sediment and With other things. With a filter, which yeah, usually yeah, comes to yeah. the funnel. Exactly. But uh, if you're if you're drinking wine, to me, uh, young wines, and I'm meaning basically for reds, five years, five or, years or, or less, less from their vintage date, um, they're young and they're absolutely 100% going to improve with additional airage. Mm-hmm. And the decanter is going to give the wines those airage. As far as what decanters do, would, would I recommend? It says, you know, what's the best decanter type to use? I would say one that has that funnels the wine out at the bottom. To me, the wider the bottom, the better. And the, the ones that can hold a whole bottle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There's you, a lot of them that can only hold half bottles. The more wine surface area, the better. Yes, exactly right. So the wider, the wider the decanter, the better. Um, also. I would definitely, um, for older wines, as you have, Scott, I would definitely, um, you know, invest in the wine screen, the silver right. screen that actually will, will screen the wine. It's a little silver cap. The old that days, the silver screen. Yes. But also, don't get, I don't think you should go out and spend a lot of money on these decanters. No, no you no, can no. get some good deals. On and the one use? that we use on our best bottles is about, how much is that? 40, 40 bucks. Do you, know, do you recall who makes it or no? Um, no. But, I mean, you, you you can go just about any, probably most liquor stores or even department stores. Granted, department stores are going to be spending a little bit too much money. But I know uh, you no, were between, saying between that... Between 30 and 50 bucks. Between 30 to 50 bucks, you will get a very good decanter. This parlays into question number two, which you already, I believe, answered uh, in your Rioja Rap podcast, available on iTunes and at 3WineGuys.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I put that in. Uh, you talk about letting... Only two of the three wines breathe. My question is, how do you know when to let them breathe or to drink them right away? And one funny note, I believe, on the Rioja podcast is that we only had two decanters, and we didn't have a third decanter. And that was the reason why we didn't have the third one decanter. <laughs> that was early on in the days before we had four or five decanters, and we were dumbasses. So having said that, when do you know when to decant wine? Well... Uh, let, let let me address this in two ways. First of all, let's talk about Rioja. Let's talk about Spanish reds because they're hot, and you're going to see a lot of them out there, and they are tremendous values. Yeah, um, they're the value wine. To me, follow the $10 rule to a T. If it's under $10, uh, it's a new wine, it's a fresh wine. Um, of course, it will, it'll improve with decanting, but it doesn't need it. Just pour it, and it's ready to go. If you're spending over $15, $20 on a bottle of wine, it 
It and, won't, and if, and if it's, it's young, I mean, if it's 2006 and it's a 2003 in front of you, decant it if you have a decanter. If you don't, all I can tell you is this. It would, it would improve with decanting. I'm not going to say it's not good. It's probably not going to hurt it. I mean, we, we had, we had a, a nice California Cabernet out of the bottle last week with 2002, and it was great out of the bottle. But the fact of the matter is, is that it would have been better if it was decanted. But the fact is we already had four And extrapolating on that, I know you're – no question's a dumb question, white wine. You bother decanting? Um, for me, uh, no, never. But um, there have been a lot of times I've – been at a few tastings where they've decanted the Chardonnays, and I kind of scratched my head going, oh. um, and then again, any rule where you're drinking a wine that's really young, really new, if it was just released, fact of the matter is it's always going to improve with age. Um, the only thing that you have to realize is that when you, once you decant it, it's going to get warmer a lot quicker. True. If I buy 2004 and just, just throw this out for you guys. If I had a 2004 White Burgundy, if I had a 2004 uh, Pugny Monarchet or 2004 whatever, um, and, it, and it, I had it in my fridge the whole time and it was 40 degrees, and knowing that it's young and it's going to improve with age and knowing it's a little bit too cold to serve, I would absolutely decant it if I had a free decanter. I would decant it because, one, it's going to open up sooner, and, two, it's going to, it's going to aerate. It's going to get warmer quicker. It's going to get to that ideal temperature more quickly. Cool. Huh. Interesting. Well, I'm going to paraphrase our third question because it's a long question. Yeah. And it's specific to two different wines that they have in their – they don't have a cellar. They just keep it in a rack, and they note that it's not in a cellar. It's in a rack. Can, can I stop someone right now? Terry, stop what, him a time. what's the ruling? Are we, going to add, are we going to answer questions about specific wines? Is that a yes or no? Why not? Okay, good. Okay. So, so that's should, a yes. Okay. I, I've got no problem with it. I just want to know how you felt about it. I have no problem. I'm bringing with that. you in. I want to know how you felt about it. Hey man, thanks for the love, but I don't see any reason why we shouldn't comment on specific. Right, well, so. this is specific, but we can flip this into a generalization also. Uh, he's this uh, person's got two wines, 99. Uh, one's in Alexander Valley Chateau Sauvergne. Chateau Sauvergne. Yeah, how you doing? And then uh, the Clos de Bois Reserve, both 99s. Haven't been in the best storage conditions. When should they drink them? Um, typically speaking, most Californian cabs peak between five and ten years from their vintage date. As a rule of thumb. Yeah, rule of thumb. Five to ten years from their vintage date. Okay. Now, for better wines, if a wine is a reserve, or and I'm talking about, so again, this is not a. <clears throat> I, I'm sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to say specific name is wine. This is not a six-dollar bottle of wine at Cabernet. Yeah, he. This person said that uh, they're both in the eighteen to twenty dollar, twenty two dollar range. Right. I, would, I so those wines I would give. I would give them on the fatter side of ten years. So ten years from vintage. So for those wines, they're going to be good up to oh nine. But now, if you have bad storage conditions, this yeah. is where why you want to store wines in good condition is so that they'll people, reach people the retreat. Me but, as but, this, but this listener also mentioned that it's been kept out of direct sunlight. And that uh, it's always been sort of started on an outside wall, so, exactly, which is pretty ideal. But people, sure. people say, what's worse, hot temperature or cold temper temperature? And I answer, the worst for wines, no, well, one sunlight and two fluctuation. Someone said, I had a, I had a bottle of wine in my cellar. It was 55 degrees for four years, and I moved to I moved to an apartment where it was at 65 or 70 for four years. 
the fluctuation is really bad. It's better for you to have a wine at like 70, you know, sit in a living room for 10 years than it is to be fluctuating every couple. It, well, it, wine it, needs not wine. Wine will adapt. It's a it's a living thing, so it'll adapt. However, there are certain things that will kill wine. Heat, severe heat, over 75, cold, uh, under 40, and sunlight will damage wine. I think it goes back to the old uh, high school, college days where you got skunked beer. You throw it in the cooler, it gets chilled, it warms up, and you try to drink it again like a week later. Why does it taste so bad? It's skunked. Right. So you don't want to skunk your wine. Right. But so, I think you know the, the, this 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 listener also was mentioning. I think the price came up where it's eighteen to twenty two dollars. Um, I have some bottles that I have aged that I paid eighteen to twenty dollars for. Oh, me oh, too. And I have Shirazes that are from nineteen ninety six. That's what I, what I still have um, that are in my I shouldn't say cellar, but my collection because I too don't have a cellar like this viewer probably or listener probably has. So cost isn't really necessarily pertain to every bottle of wine, but also, you know, look up, look it up online, sort of figure out what you think of the recommendations. Some some vineyards and some winemakers have tasting notes where they and go back and they taste bottles after 10 years. Penfolds is a great example. Penfolds is great for that. So every every year they review their bottles of wine and they tell you what they what, what they taste like. And they also mention if it's from the if it's from the um, from the barrel or from the bottle. Right. Well, and that's where, again, if if you want to go cheap, wine enthusiasts, it's a free website. You register, it's free. You got tons of reviews. You go into the Wine Spectators and Wine Advocates, which is eRobertParker.com. Both, I, I I have memberships on both because I think as they're do, both. As do I? I think they're both extremely valuable. They're both worth their. They're money. good reference points. They're yeah, great don't reference. Always, don't points. always agree with them. Don't always agree with them. Like right. anything, who agrees with everything? But, but and here, here's one I said. They're, the, they're both worth subscribing to. The more you get into wine, the more valuable no, it you're is. Right, Scott. Um, but let me just answer this question. For people talking about California cabs, um, California cabs will start peaking at five years, in my view, five years after the vintage release date. This is a generalization, sure. Five to ten years. Some are can go 15, 20, 25 years. Well, yeah, saying, I mean, like, the ni- like the 97 California cabs. And again, this is where you go to like a wine enthusiast. They've got vintage charts for free. Or if you want to pay money, spectator or hey, uh, one, one of the nicest wines I had last year. And I had, I had everything, sorry, I had everything five to $500. One of, one of the nicest wines I had last year was with Scott, that 97 fucking Sterling. Sterling, yeah. And, and do you remember the Raymond, too? That was a '97, also. Yeah, yeah. Well, the 2002 sucks, yeah. but anyway, but you never know. But so, there we go. All right, let's. Uh, you want to take uh, numeral uh, four, T Bone? It says hello, three wine guys. Uh, first, I wanted to mention that I really enjoy your podcast. Thank you. What, what, what's the question? Second, I seem to have a hard time figuring out how to get the long versions of your podcast. I want to download them to my iPod rather than just just the wraps. Wow! By the I way, I know this question very well. What you can do is you can download, go to our website, threewineguys.com. Threewineguys.com. Yeah. So, um, and you click on the page of everything we have in the front page. It will tell you um, what wines we've reviewed. Click on that link to the full podcast that you want to listen to. 
that direct you to the, the front page of, of that review. Where you'll see all the tasting all, notes. We'll have all of our tasting notes. And pictures of the bottles. That's exactly right. Pictures of the bottles. And then there's a little link there for podcast. You can click that on, and um, then you'll say it'll ask you to save it to, and you can save it to your desktop. Right. If you have a Macintosh or a PC. And then after that, double-click it, and or you can, when it's on your desktop, right-click it, or control click on PCs and say add to iTunes. iTunes will add it into it. The next time you synchronize with your iPod, it will be there. And if you want a uh, a text version of that, send us an email at info at threewineguys.com and we'd be happy to uh, type it out for you. Yeah, because the, the, cause, cause I missed that. You did, simple thing is download what it. You were drinking, Steve-O. Download it and what you can do too, this is probably the easiest. Okay. Download it, save it to your desktop, open iTunes. When you, iTunes is open, go to your back to your desktop and drag that um, the, the little icon of the MP3 file of our show and drag it into iTunes. And it's drag there. and drop, baby. And it's right in there. So. Um, I have the next question, by the way. I've got that. Sure. Um, somebody wanted to know, during our, um, our Burgundy... Our Burgundy 2003 podcast, which was um, it was fucking fantastic. It was, it was a, a lot of fun. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, And um, during that podcast, um, we, mentioned, times, we mentioned we mentioned La Joie. and uh, what and, uh, and the reason why I wanted to bring this question up. Did you say La? Never mind. La Joie. La Joie. The reason why I brought this up is that um, a lot of times people will not drink a French wine or they won't order French food because. They can't pronounce it. Am I right mm-hmm. or am I wrong? Oh, yeah. I'll what? take the Le Douche bag. Yeah. 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 Um, and a lot of times French wines can be intimidating in some some cases. And, I, you know, I mean, I was intimidated myself years ago. In some cases I still am. Um, but you know what? you got to fight your way through it. It's a great question in that sense in that um, a lot of times, wine, you know, remember um, the best of French wines – They'll have the name of the vineyard. They'll have the name of the village. They'll have the name of the region. But first, the, if, if if there's a name of a vineyard or wine winemaker on the label, it's 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 a, a quality wine. If it has a name of a a actual village, then it's also the next step down. If it has a name of a region, it's at the third level. And if it has a name of not even the region, oh, actually, even the bigger region, like, for example, it says Burgoyne on the label. Burgoyne, by the way, is Burgundy in French. So just to give you an idea, Burgoyne on the label says it's a Burgundy, saying, I'm not expensive. Right. So don't worry about and it. The next, level, the, next, the next level would be an area within Burgundy. Village, usually, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Um, something village, or they might say name a village. In this case, Le Joie. Le Joie in Burgundy, if Burgundy Reds, as a recap for you kids who love Burgundy out there, and they're, if, by the way, it, you should be listening to this because if you like Pinot Noir, because this is very important. Um, basically, it's Cote, Cote d'Or is the shit. I mean, that's it for Burgundy. That's it for Burgundy mm-hmm. Red. And that's split in two, 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 two sets, Cote de Nuit and Cote de Bone. Timo! Belligerent. That'll be, that, by the way, that that'll be reduced. The yeah. volume will be. It'll be yeah, I'll relax that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, so Cote de Nuit, Cote de Bon. So Le Joie, 
they're both very, very prestigious areas. La Joie is the southernmost area of Cote de Nui, which is a little more prestigious. And if you could see this, Steve was pointing at his wrist. And his hand <laughs> is about a foot above his head, and he's pointing at his wrist. So it's, anyway, it's the, reason why, the reason why I brought this up is that uh, um, one, of, one of our listeners was asking, hey, where can I find La Joie? Well, Le Joie, it's the name of a city in the Cote de Nuit, so you're not looking for Le Joie. No. The name of the winemaker that we reviewed was actually Prince Florent de Marode. Right. That was the name of the wine producer. That's the name of the winemaker. And the name of the wine is but Le the, with the, with the name, the name, Yeah, the vineyard was in Le Joie. So for 20 bucks, and by the way, we just got seven cases in, and it's going to be gone in about two weeks because that wine kicks mother effing ass. But where do you find it? Go to... Wine Searcher, maybe? WineSearcher.com, yeah, WineZap.com. Yeah, 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 and yeah, type but, in Le Dois, more than likely. But not just Le Dois, look up the winemaker, which is Merode, M-E-R-O-D-E. And That's the winemaker. And maker. that one is worth, if you can't find it in a liquor store liquor in your gold, area, it's liquid gold. worth probably buying Having online. a chip to you. Yeah. Good call. Um, question number six is the temperature. Um, what's the best temperature to serve wine? Red? Question mark, white question mark, champagne, question mark. Uh, one thing that I can say that Steve O found, and uh, it's actually in our links page at 3wineguys.com, is the Vintemp wine thermometer. Uh, this little puppy, it looks smaller than a tampon. Um, you, <laughs> you, you point it at the bottle, hit the button, and it gives you the. Now that's uh, that, that's going to depend on how old your wife is. Right. <laughs> Yeah. So having said that, um, you point it towards Ooh. the uh, you point it towards the bottle, and it'll tell you the temperature. But uh, rule of thumb: if it's a big red, you want to go 59 to uh, 61 degrees. Stevo's being generous, doing the pours. Um, if it's a uh, lesser red or a rosé, I don't know. You want to be in the low low 50s or so. Uh, whites, what do you say? Like 50 to 46 degrees, thereabouts. And uh, champagnes, you want to be probably the upper 40s, uh, low 50s or thereabouts. Isn't it funny, Scott, that Steve-O just left us right now? Yeah, Steve-O went oh. on a potty break. So, God, I uh, get so mad at him. Do you ever get mad at him? I get so upset sometimes, but so upset I could hit a uh, belligerent Steve-O bell. And he's not even so, here to respond. Not even here to respond. You know what? The way I think this is going to be our show from Yeah, now on. we're going to finish this baby off. <laughs> Uh, Do you want me to go to the last question? Sure. Shoot, babe. The last question was from a, a listener, and he wanted to know what's a good seller management system that it's not over the top or expensive. Um, Scott, I know you use one. What, what do you use? I use one. It's called the IntelliScanner. And all this stuff, we get no money from anybody. We've never taken a dime from anybody unless Yet. you bought a well, <laughs> no, yeah, unless you bought a T-shirt from us, and then we don't even know who you are. So uh, this is not endorsed or anything. This is all it's just our, free. Uh, personal recommendations, nothing, and that's what all of our wine decisions and if are based the, on. And if too. the stuff doesn't work, it's not our fault. But I've I've used this before. I've got it at my house. It's called the Intelliscanner. I've got the link posted on our website. It comes with a barcode scanner. You could either do the uh, cordless Bluetooth or you could do the uh, USB connection, and it's no different than like if you go to the grocery store and 
you click in it. Their database grows week after week after week. And uh, it comes with a database software system where you hit the barcode, and if it's in their database, it puts in all the info for you. And it, it also gives thing. you ratings, doesn't it, from, yeah. from the popular yeah, it'll, it'll, I believe it'll give you Wine Spectator, Wine Advocate, and things like that. And if it doesn't give it, you can actually put it in there, your own notes and now, stuff. Now, there's a website, which Kim and I came across, and I don't know it offhand. I wish I would have thought about, about this beforehand, where you can actually put online your seller. Oh, wow. Well, can, this is similar to it. And you can do, it's it's all HTML based, so basically being, meaning you're using their br- a browser and it's uploading it to their connection and it categorizes it. The problem is, is that um, you can do that at home. Right. Oh, yeah. You can With, do an Excel database or you can do a database in, in one of your Microsoft applications. I, and I wish like I would have so. written down what the price is on this, but I want to say it's around... And I could be completely off, but I believe it's around 150 bucks or thereabouts. That's not bad, really. I mean, it's not, I mean, yeah. You, Your you seller is around 600 bottles right now. Uh, yeah, they're right around there. Yeah, so definitely. That's a little difficult for you to go off the top of your head. I want to. Right, hey, for here this, comes so. the clapping, Steve-O. He's back. Uh, Steve-O's and back. his hands are washed. So. It was so nice when he, while he was gone. Yeah, huh? we got some. We got some boy, uh, good talking times. Steve-O's back. Uh, we we're just talking about the IntelliScanner, the. Uh, Thing that you found online actually yeah. it was in uh, featured in Wall Street Journal, I think, yes. or something like that. So and the Tribune, yeah, Trib, yeah. So, uh, but how's, it, how's that worked for him? But it, it, it's really good. The uh, the hardest thing, like anything, is you're uh, you're doing the squeaky again, drinking. Wow. Hardest thing is actually sticking to it. So, having said that, all the stuff, uh, the Vintemp thermometer. The uh, IntelliScanner, it's all on our website, 3 And we want to thank all of our listeners for sending us these questions. Because yeah, without them, them, we don't have a public. We have no one to really... We have no uh, public. We can't go to Luxembourg and be famous. That's right. So, Steve-O is a sex symbol in Luxembourg. Luxembourg, mm-hmm. uh, Spain, anywhere. But uh, wherever your questions are, Scotland. We're huge in Scotland. So, and and, it's not and, only as, because my name is our deep fried Snickers. Yeah. Or as they call them, marathon. You know what the one marathons. thing, for what? as much as we... No, no, seriously, they deep fry Snickers bars in Scotland. They're fucking huge. But in Britain, Snickers bars, they're called marathons. Wow. Good for Did you know that? Good. No, I didn't know that. Okay. But the one thing I'm a little upset about, Australia, we give so many props out to their wine. Well, I think we're, we're not too popular there. Yeah, we're in the yeah, top thirty we'll or so. But there, well, look, look. Whole but there's a guy there which we should give props to. The it's Canada. It's Canada that I'm pissed at because Canada. They're a neighbor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hater. So. Either odor. You know what? I I've got some friends in Canada. Uh, we'll um, start calling them in. So no know. kidding, man. Spread the word. Yeah, show the love. All right. Hey, again. But if, if, this is our first of the of these, so maybe like every the, every six, maybe five, four to yeah. six weeks, we'll do listeners' comments or listeners' questions. So questions, the pod Q and A. Well, basically, I know, I know we picked these because these are ones we didn't get to yet, and they were good questions. We got a lot of questions, and the fact is, we're going to get to them. You're either going to get responses directly from us within a day or two. If it's a really good question, we might respond to you, and we might save for this because guess what? You know, it's it's a question that people need to know. So I hopefully I hope that we were informative. I, I know I know I thought we were because I got a lot to say. So nobody else loves to hear themselves talk more than the three wine guys. So right. having said that, thanks for listening. We appreciate your we're getting following back to our us, wine. and we're going to get back to the uh, St. Hallis Shiraz. Yes. I'm getting home doing my osmometry, guys. All righty, man. Well, you, you guys have a good night, and thanks again for listening. Three wine guys, we're out of here.
Employco presents Great Moments in Freedom. Oh, the Rough Riders are ready to charge the hill, sir. Bully, Sergeant, bully. But these insurance claims have me tied up in knots, and I haven't even begun to fight with the payroll. But, sir, you Sorry, to... boy, San Juan Hill will just have to wait. Oh. I still have to find better health insurance rates for the boys and figure out this blasted vacation schedule. Oh, nope, sir. this is going to take some time. But, sir, the Rough Riders... Where? Hey, maybe if you bring in those troops from over at Employco. Employco? Yeah. Never heard of them. Oh, well, that's because they speak softly but carry a big stick. Mm. They handle employee benefits, payroll, human resources, workers. Comp, so you can do what you do best, sir. You can call them on your way down the hill. Bully, Sergeant. Bully and Ploico. Now, this is what I call a great moment in freedom. I'll tell the man. Hmm, speak softly and carry a big stick. I kind of like that. Maybe I can use it somewhere. Great moments in freedom from Ploico. Call us at 800-459-9800 and give yourself the freedom to succeed. Call 800-459-9800 or visit Ploico.com.